anemia. What is food fortification? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, food fortification is uh, essentially the addition of very small doses of essential micronutrients to a staple food. So, a staple food uh, as you may know is any food that is consumed regularly by a large number of people in a certain geography. So, in the Indian context, this could mean wheat flour, rice, salt, oil uh, milk etc and uh, the aim of food fortification is to reduce micronutrient deficiency on a large scale without uh, having to change the diets of people so essentially you um, don't have to convince people to eat something differently you you're just making the existing diet more nutritious when you buy like a bag of flour or something how do you know whether it's fortified or not That's a really good question. So in India, actually, um, the government has started this um, this campaign of adding a plus F logo on any fortified staple. So, for example, if you're buying uh, fortified wheat flour from the market, um, producers are mandated, so it's compulsory for them to add a plus F logo on their packet. Um, so that's how a consumer can tell whether the food is actually fortified or not. but if it isn't there how do you know so if it isn't there then um, most likely the staple is not fortified another way you can check is you can flip to the back of any packet and see what the ingredients are in the nutrition table and you might be able to tell if there is extra iron calcium um, or vitamin a in any product oh Nice. Whenever my mom buys like wheat or any staple food like that, I'll check on the back to see if it's fortified. Oh, wonderful! Why do we need to fortify food, and what are the downsides of not doing it? Yeah. So, uh, actually, food fortification is a complementary strategy. So there are different ways of reducing micronutrient deficiency, like anemia. One is for people to eat um, more diverse diets with more fruits and vegetables. So that is called dietary diversification. The second way is for people to consume supplements. For example, for anemia, it would be iron supplements. um and another third way is 
food fortification but food fortification is considered a highly cost effective way to to reduce anemia on a large scale it costs a fraction of a rupee to do it um, for a kg uh, for a kilogram of wheat flour so it's highly cost effective secondly again as i said you don't have to change anyone's diets you're just making the existing diet highly nutritious and um, the third thing is is act, it's actually quite easy to do uh, by by a manufacturer so for example we work with these wheat flour mills and in order for them to do fortification the sim- the process is extremely simple so they just have to add one simple micro doser which is an equipment to the end of their assembly line uh, right before packaging um and um, add some micronutrients into it so that um each batch of wheat flour is fortified and all of these large factories have people who have done food technology or who have this kind of technical background so it's pretty easy for them to fortify the food as well so that's why i think it's a pretty uh, effective strategy to improve public health on a large scale and then obviously um the downsides of not doing it is that we're losing the opportunity to improve public health on a very large scale um by not doing food fortification what are micronutrients okay um so there are two kinds of nutrients right so one is macronutrient which is basically macro means large right so uh, macronutrients are nutrients that your body needs in larger amounts so this can be carbohydrates fats and proteins whereas micronutrients are nutrients that your body needs in smaller amounts but they are extremely essential as well so these are your vitamins and minerals and um, micro micronutrient deficiency is actually called hidden hunger because uh, if someone doesn't have enough iron or enough vitamin c you can't uh, you can't see it on their body um, at first glance whereas if someone does not have enough fat protein or carbohydrates you can make out that they are malnourished um so that's the difference between um, macronutrient deficiency or malnutrition and micronutrient deficiency how does fortify health help increase for fortification of food okay so fortify health basically has three approaches the first and main approach that we have is that we provide support to these large wheat flour mills in india so we provide them uh, the equipment the micronutrients um you know the the tests that they require and even the packaging and legal support that they require to fortify all of their wheat flour for free so we provide all the support for free with the aim of increasing the coverage of fortified wheat flour in the market so that's our main approach apart from that we have two other approaches so the second approach is we work with government programs that are providing food to low income populations and we work with programs in which they right they currently providing uh, wheat grain and we help them to move away from wheat grain to fortified wheat flour um so that's our second approach and then the third approach is evidence generation so we work with different partners to publish what we have learned so far to improve other organizations 
you know, efforts in fortification. We also will partner with a research institute or academic partner in the future to do some studies together um, with the hope of helping the fortification ecosystem in general. Um, so these are our three approaches. Why can't you, the government just make fortification compulsory and that every everyone has to put it in their food, has to make their food fortified? Yeah, that's wonderful. Actually, um, that is the goal, right, Vedant? Uh, we want the government to um, make food fortification mandatory. Um, and it is mandatory for one staple food in India currently, which is salt. So salt is mandated to be fortified with iodine. Um, however, for the other staples, the government is highly supportive of fortification, but has not made it mandatory. So for milk and oil, it is going to be made mandatory. But for wheat flour, it's not mandatory yet. It's voluntary, but highly encouraged. And that is because currently um, the mills uh, are not sort of aware enough. The consumers are not aware enough. The premix is not available in large quantities. So our hope is to make the mills capable enough to do this on their own and then sort of uh, advocate for a, uh, a mandate, which is basically making wheat flour fortification mandatory. So that is the end goal. And uh, that is how a lot of countries have done it, actually. They've made wheat flour fortification mandatory. So um, our, our goal and our hope for the future, maybe in 10 years, is to um, be, is to live in a country, is to live in an India where wheat flour fortification is mandated by the government. How did Fortify Health come about? That's a really interesting question. Um, I joined Fortify Health in 2020, but it was actually founded in uh, 2018 by um, Nikita and Brendan, who were the co-founders of the organization. And they basically started out by creating a really long list of highly cost-effective and evidence-based public health ideas, uh, which they could implement, right? So then they did an analysis of which idea would be the easiest to implement, which one would be the most cost-effective and the most evidence-based. And that's how, so they had considered a lot of ideas. So starting with food fortification to supplementation to policy advocacy, but then they zeroed in on iron fortification of wheat flour. And then they conducted some visits to different countries, India being one of them. Um, and then once they visited these countries, they found that, you know, India has a large need and there is a lot of scope to do, a, 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 um, to have a very large impact, a very large health impact by starting an organization in India. So they are, they are both from um, the US and the UK respectively. Um, so they, they came to India, they hired the first team members, they onboarded the first mill, and then they, they basically grew the organization from that point. So we started with just two of them and currently we are around 23 team members and growing. So it's been a fantastic journey. I hope Fortify Health expands like a lot in the future in, in, like, in other places in the world. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've, basically micronutrient deficiency is a huge issue around the world. So, you know, um, we'll, we'll try and... Um, 
you know, our effort will be to um, have as large an impact as we can uh, over the over the future. And maybe when I grow up, I can help. Yeah, absolutely. We need all hands on deck. Where does Fortify Health operate currently? So Fortify Health is um, based out of India. Uh, we work in three states in India, which are Maharashtra, Madhya Pradesh and West Bengal. Um, however, we are going to start a UK office soon. Congrats. Thank you. What can my listeners do to help Fortify Health? Okay, that's a really good question. So firstly, um, if anyone wants to learn more about our work, um, you can check out our website. Um, and Vedant, I'm sure you, you can link it in the description as well. It's www.fortifyhealth.global. Um, where we post updates and you can you can really learn um, all about our work. Um, apart from that, actually, we, we have the resources now to be able to grow very quickly. Um, but we need advisors and connections uh, with people who can help us and advise us on how to grow. So if any of your listeners uh, feel like they can help out, uh, they can write to us or message us on social media and we'd love to connect with them. And then the second thing is we are hiring uh, for quite a few positions. So if any of your listeners, you know, feel like they're a good fit or if they know someone who's a good fit, then it would be really helpful if they can connect us to, um, you know, the right people so that we can have a better and larger team. Dear, dear listeners, we'll put the link to Fortify Health in the, in the show notes. And also, please try to help Fortify Health by seeing if you if you can join or you know anyone who's interested in joining great thank you vedan yeah welcome what made you choose to work on this issue what did you want to be as a child that's a lovely question uh, the second one but i'll i'll start with the first one um so i've always been interested in working on public health issues especially in uh, in india um so i started off working with working on sanitation and improving access to sanitation products in rural areas um but then when i came across fortify health i uh, and i i met nikita who's the co-founder um you know i found that this is a fantastic idea it's very innovative and it's a really great way of improving nutrition on a large scale and that's why i joined the organization so that is that is the answer to your first question um and then the second one what i wanted to be as a child um i actually wanted to be um a bunch of different things i wanted to be a social worker uh, i wanted to be a lawyer i wanted to be a doctor uh, and i wanted to be all three of them at the same time so i thought i would divide my day in three parts and i would um, you know start my day off as a doctor then i would be a lawyer and then i would be a social worker in the evening <laughs> what do you want to be i want i don't know right now i want to be a car designer oh wonderful like a, a, overall a vehicle designer like designing airplanes and motorbikes and cars mostly cars hmm lovely yeah you must be super smart <laughs> what are your hobbies so vedant um, my the, my 
favorite hobby i would say is dance um i love sort of learning different dance forms i'm not an expert in any dance form but uh, i've learned like indian classical dance i've learned waltz and salsa and hip hop so if i i if i can spend my free time on anything it would be on dance but then i also love traveling um so i love going on hikes and i love going to the mountains or the forests um and spending some time in nature so those would be my two favorite hobbies yeah those are really nice hobbies what what are your hobbies me yeah, i like drumming and i'm starting to learn oh lovely i like building legos mhm that's how i practice designing um, designing vehicles mm-hmm. i make a big bag of legos and sometimes i just sit and play around yeah legos are super fun yeah they and, are yeah i've always wanted to learn how to play like um any percussion instrument but yeah, drums have fascinated me so i'd love to hear you someday thank you so much for coming on my show thank you thank you vedant it was lovely chatting with you and uh, yeah and uh, yeah and i look forward to catching all the other episodes you do with your guests yeah dear listeners follow my facebook page curious vedant to get updates on my upcoming episodes to listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes subscribe by searching for curious vedant wherever you get your podcasts such as apple podcast spotify Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedan.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedan, and don't forget to rate and leave.